Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Ain't God good? Judges, the fourth chapter and the 18th verse. The Bible says, And Jael went out to meet Sisera and said unto him, Turn in, my Lord. That's not capital L. That just means it was just a respectful word that they would use. Turn in, my Lord. Turn in to me. Fear not. And when he had turned in unto her into the tent, she covered him with a mantle. And he said unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Again he said unto her, Stand in the door of the tent, and it shall be when any man doth come and inquire of thee and say, Is there any man here that thou shalt say no? And then Jael Heber's wife took a nail of the tent. She took a tent spike. She took a hammer in her hand and went softly unto him and smote the nail into his temples and fastened it into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary and so he died. And behold, as Barak pursued Sisera, Jael came out to meet him and said unto him, Come, and I will show thee the man whom thou seekest. And when he came into her tent, behold, Sisera lay dead, and the nail was in his temples. So God subdued on that day Jabin, the king of Canaan, before the children of Israel. Amen. I want to preach for a little while about a strategy for victory. Amen. A strategy. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands and your voices to the Lord all across this house. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, we love you, God. We praise you. Come on, why don't you take somebody by the hand if it's appropriate? Say, pray with me together in Jesus' name. Hallelujah, we love you, we thank you, God. Hallelujah, we want to go over, God. Hallelujah, we want to be winners. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. One more time in a way of worship, put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, you can be seated. Thank you for standing. Give me about half of that back. Amen. We got a brand new member, Atlas Rower, here tonight. Stand up and raise, hold that baby up and show them what God has done. Looky there. Blessings of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Everybody say a strategy for victory. Amen. After Ehud had died, he was the, the judge of Israel who had delivered Israel out of the hands of the Moabites. Amen. Something happens when people don't have any accountability in their life. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. I'm already sort of preaching right now. Amen. Ehud, after he died, Israel began to fall into sin again. And this time it was... Uh, they fall into captivity unto the king of Canaan. And so the Lord brings up a, uh, a judge, a prophetess. Her name was Deborah. 
And the Bible says that all of Israel would go unto Deborah to be judged. And so Deborah sitting there one day and she begins to prophesy that the Lord is going to deliver Israel out of the hands of Sisera. Hallelujah. You know what? We need a word in these last days. God's going to help us to get out of here one day. Man, I don't believe we're very far away from the the rapture sounding. Amen. I don't want a little fox to mess me up. I don't want a little temptation to mess me up. I don't want a little taste of sin to mess me up. Amen. I want to be ready to meet the Lord. Amen. And so she begins to prophesy. Amen. When you read this Bible, it it talks about whether a prophet is true or not. This is the litmus test. If it comes true or not. Amen. Prophecies may fail. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of stuff out of humanity. And, amen. You got to learn how to try the spirits and everything that somebody says over you. Amen. Doesn't mean it came from the throne room of God. People will tell you you're washed up. I don't believe that. People may tell you something great's about to happen. You better just weigh it out with the word of God and say, if it's the Lord's will, it'll happen. If it ain't God's will, it ain't going to happen. I came into this world with nothing. I'm going to leave with nothing. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Come on, let's love him together. Hallelujah. So this prophetess begins to prophesy God is going to deliver Israel out of the hand of Canaan. And so uh, I want to describe these characters real fast for you. You got Jabin. Everybody say Jabin. He's the king of Canaan. He's got a captain of his armies. It's called Sisera. Say it again. Sisera. And then you got Deborah, who's the judge of Israel. Everybody say Deborah. Deborah. And then you got Barak, who is the general. Everybody say Barak. Barak. Amen. It's funny how God gives people different titles and different things. And ain't it beautiful when you just decide I'm going to be what God called me to be. It's so powerful when people say I just want to fit in the puzzle wherever God puts me. I'm not trying to beat a door down for myself and make a name for myself. Amen. I want to be what God called me to be. Uh, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So there's a lot of characters in the story. And so uh, Israel is in captivity. Deborah's the judge. And she begins to prophesy. I guess the spirit of God comes up on her one day and says, you know what? Sisera is about to get delivered into the hands of a woman. Maybe those that were around began to think maybe Deborah was talking about herself. But it wasn't very long. We would figure out exactly what God was talking about. Amen. God wants to use people. I said God wants to use people. Don't think because I will. I don't have a job. I don't have a career. I don't have a title. God can't use, and let me tell you, God can take a housewife uh, and he can destroy the kingdom of the devil. (laughs) 
He can take a no-name woman and raise a man named Samson. That'll mess up the Philistines' kingdom. Hey, it ain't about who you are. It's about who he is. Come on, let's love him together. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And so when uh, Barak gets this prophecy from Deborah, he begins to think, all right. He may have had a little bit of doubt. He said, if you'll go with me, I'll go. And she said, I'll go to battle with you. Man, he began to gather armies. And let me tell you, when God says something, you might as well just start looking at your watch. You don't say if or will it happen. You, you need to start looking at your watch and say, I wonder what time. I wonder what day God's going to do this. Because uh, when God speaks a word, it is forever. Uh, this Bible said his word is forever settled. Everybody say in heaven. Amen. You, you got a promise? You want a promise? Open up this book and start reading it every day. Open up this book and start lining up with what it says. Uh, if it tells you to do right, just do right. Uh, if it tells you to let go of something, just let go of something. Uh, if it tells you to take a step, just take a step. Uh, and when you do, God will begin to open up the windows of heaven. And so here they are after being in captivity. They get a prophecy from this woman judge and they go out to war and just like the Lord had prophesied through Deborah amen this Cicero who's got 900 chariots of iron he's, got, he's the big boy on the block everybody's scared of his chariots of iron everybody except somebody that believes in the word of God Amen. And they began to march towards Sisera. Amen. And just like the Lord would have prophesied, Sisera gets confounded. And all of his army gets confounded. Amen. All them chariots get turned upside down. And here goes Sisera. He ain't got no horses. He ain't got no chariots anymore. All he got is his feet. Amen. And the big bad boy takes off running. The one that had been abusing Israel for years takes off running. And as he runs, he comes in contact with this woman. She was a Kenite. Everybody say a Kenite. Amen. The Kenites were the descendants of Jethro, which was Moses' father-in-law. Judges 1 and 16 tells us that these Kenites would live among the people of Judah or in the land of Judah, I could say. They were smiths. They were what you would call gypsies. They just traveled around and they would work. They, they were talented with their hands and metal, could make all kinds of things. That's what the Kenites were. They were kind to the people of Israel. When Israel came up out of Egypt, they helped them. 
They were friends of theirs. You could say they were friends of the church, but they weren't really in the church. Amen. Thank God for friends. Amen. But this particular family, Kenites, the Bible would tell us, had separated from the other Kenites. And it kind of started moving closer to uh, the people of Israel. But the Bible would go ahead and tell us, even though that they were, still had peace with Jabin, who was the king of Canaan. So what you have in this tent, you've got a, uh, you got a mixed up family. Amen. They, they've started taking steps away from what they should have walked away from, uh, but they're still at peace with them. Amen. I, I, I wanna, when I began to talk to you about this, you're going to understand, uh, amen, the man of the house may have still been friends with the world, but there was a woman in the house that recognized the enemy of the Lord of hosts. Uh, amen. I'm, thank, I'm, I'm just going to preach what God laid upon my heart tonight. Uh, Amen, I'm thankful that there's women that got enough strength to stand in the gap uh, and make up the hedge when nobody else wants to. I'm thankful for women in Zion that'll pray and stand up for what is right. Uh, Maybe even when there's things in their house that ain't right. uh, And people standing for things and doing all kinds of things and peace with the enemy amen but this woman was something different about her I got a feeling she was involved in getting her husband to move away from them other Kenites cause she didn't feel comfortable hanging out with the people that were at peace with the enemy of God come on I'm gonna preach a little while you say I may not be an enemy of God but if you're a friend of an enemy of God Love not the world or the things in it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So somehow this woman, JL, she's at home. There's no one around and she sees this man named Sisera. And somehow she either knows who he is or she can discern maybe by how he's dressed or how he's acting or something begins to click in her mind. This man is an enemy of the people of God. Let me tell you, mama, you got to learn how to recognize who the enemy is and who your friends are. Come on, daddy, you got to learn how to recognize who wants to destroy your family and who wants to help you. God, wake up the church. God, wake up the church. Amen, give us eyes to see. Amen, help us to recognize. Let me tell you, Hollywood is not your friend. Hollywood is not your friend. Hollywood is not your friend. Hollywood is an enemy of God. I don't know why I'm on this, but Hollywood goes against everything this book stands for. It promotes everything this Bible preaches against. Amen, and I'm against it with all my heart. Till the day I die, I'm going to stand against the evils of this world. 
Come on, somebody love him right now. Somebody love him right now. Somebody love on Jesus right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, we got to learn how to recognize the things that are out to destroy your family. And we got to learn how to draw a line in the sand. The Bible said, abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. You know what the Bible's saying? You need to love what God loves. If God loves it, you need to love it. If God loves holiness, you need to love holiness. If God loves separation, you need to love separation. If God said, forsake not the assembling together of yourself, you know what? He loves it when his people get together. And if he loves it, you need to love it. Hallelujah. But it ain't just loving what he loves. You also got to hate what he hates. It ought to fire you up when you see the enemy trying to get in. Somebody's got to be a guardian. A guardian ain't a piece of paper. A guardian is somebody who stands flat-footed and says, you ain't getting in here. Come on, mama. Come on, daddy. Come on, grandma. Come on, grandpa. Come on, let's be guardians of the glory of God. Let's stand for what's right. She sees this man, Sisera. She sees, discerns somehow he's an enemy of God. And she begins to think in her mind, I'm about to do the work of the Lord. <laughs> I'm about to do, I'm about to help God. God's about to use me. I love it when mamas ain't pushovers. I love it when daddies ain't pushovers. And I love it when mamas ain't pushovers. When daddy ain't around, mama can't be a pushover. When mama's at home guarding the tent, you can't be a pushover. Sister comes into jail's tent. She lays a blanket over him. He thinks she's helping me hide. And then he says, give me some water. Let me tell you something. Whatever the enemy your soul requests, it's not to make you stronger. It's to make him stronger. Oh, hallelujah. Last thing you want to do is hydrate the devil. The last thing you want to do when the enemy of your soul is 
down and almost weary is to help him out. When he's down, learn how to put your foot on his neck. Well, I'm going to preach to this church. Too many people come and give him a pop in the head and then let him up. Don't let him up. Don't give him water. Don't hydrate him. Don't make him any stronger. Amen. Don't pet a spirit. Don't play with a spirit. Don't. Oh, it's okay, baby. It's okay that you're looking at pornography on the internet. It's okay, honey. I know that's your struggle. You don't pet spirits. You war against them. This means war. This means war. Don't get mixed up what I'm preaching about. The Bible said in the New Testament, I think it says in Proverbs also, if your enemy is thirsty, give him water. That's not what I'm talking about. It's talking about that person over there. They've been talking about you. They've been abusing you. They've been causing trouble. When they're thirsty, you can give them a bottle of water. That was the Wednesday night message. This is Sunday night. I'm talking about what you do with the old sleuth foot devil uh, when he tries to get inside your tent, uh, when he tries to get in your mind, uh, when he tries to get in your children's mind. uh, We're not going to give him water. uh, We're not going to sustain him. uh, We're not going to help him. uh, We're going to run him out. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord. So, Sisera asks for water. And she brings him some milk. <laughs> He's thinking, boy, I'm getting more than I asked for. All I wanted was water and she brought me some milk. But the truth is, she's got a strategy for victory. bottle of water wasn't her strategy (laughs) you ever seen them little babies when you give them a bottle of milk they can't even hardly make it to the end of the bottle till she had a strategy I'm fixing to put this big boy to sleep and then I'm going to put him out of his misery Come on, I'm going to preach a little while. If you're going to win this battle, if you're going to defeat the devil, my friend, you're going to have to get some strategy in your life. If you think you can sit and do nothing and win the battle, you're all mixed up. Come on. Say I'm about to put this boy in a milk coma. 
And then I'm about to do the Lord's work. <laughs> Praise God. Think, well, that's a funny little strategy. Laugh all you want. People make fun of us too. <laughs> Let me tell you something, church. If you think being an old dry Christian with no power, no anointing, no life. If you think you're going to take Sisera out by your own little strength, you're all mixed up. We're going to preach some strategy tonight. Amen. We're going to preach some things. Amen. We're, we're about to put the devil on the run tonight. I think it's been beating people up for way too long. Come on, somebody help me. We're about to get the victory in this place. She puts that, dude starts drinking that glass of milk. Who knows, she may have gave him some Oreos too. Let me tell you about a diabetic. Milk ain't nothing but sugar. You drink a big old glass of milk, you're about to take a nap. <laughs> he started feeling real good about himself. I have escaped Barack. Yeah, but a mother in Zion's about to take you out. <laughs> Go, leans back, takes a nap. She goes and gets one of them tent steaks. I don't know how long they were. Probably a big old steak. And the Bible says she went softly over to him. Why are you walking so quiet? This is my strategy. Praise God. When you're 100 pounds and that's a 300-pound bear, you walk softly. She drives a stake through his temples. Nails him to the ground. Walks outside. Starts tracking down Barack. Hey, buddy. I know you're the general and all. Come here, I want you to look at something. Yeah, you've been looking for, he's over in the tent. Brock walks over there, opens the door of the tent. Probably looks at that little lady and thinks, how does one little woman kill a, a warrior? How does one little mama run every devil out of her tent? one daddy come against every devil in hell huh, and protect all of his family uh, come on I'm going to preach to you I'm going to preach to you I'm going to preach to you 
How does that happen? Well, how can one chase a thousand? How can two put 10,000 to flight? They got a strategy. What's your strategy? I'm going to get God on my side. And I'm going to keep God on my side. I'm, well, I, 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 did you come expecting something real deep? I got something real shallow for you. I got a real shallow strategy for you. If you get God on your side. If you... What could you do? What could you accomplish? What kind of children could you raise? What kind of missionaries could we send out from Calvary? What kind of revival could we have if we got God on our side? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalms 24 said, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side, now may Israel say, if it had not been the Lord who was on my side, when men rose up against us, they would have swallowed us up quick when their wrath was kindled against us. Somebody needs to open up your eyes tonight and realize you're not defeated. You're not going under. All you need is the Holy Ghost to come down and anoint you one more time. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord. Think about where you'd be right now if it wasn't for the Lord backing you up. We don't wrestle flesh and blood. This ain't about how hard you can swing a sword. This ain't about how much you can bench press. This ain't how fast you can run. This is all about is God on your side or not. Hallelujah. When you think you can do it all by yourself, that, my friend, is when you're in trouble. When you start thinking you can do it all by yourself, that's when your whole world is about to unravel. When you think you can do it without a prayer meeting, when you think you can sit like a knot on a log, like I don't need what's going on right now.
You're in delusion if you think you can do it without God. Let me tell you, let me tell you how successful you're going to be raising your kids or whatever. If you try to do it without God, you would be about as successful as that little lady in that tent would have been if she would have gave him some water and then tried to jump on him and whip him. I, I, I might just preach to somebody who feels like you've been whipped. Feel like life has beat you up, yeah. It probably did if you tried it by yourself. You try to raise kids by yourself. Try to keep a marriage together by yourself. Try to keep money in the bank by yourself. Try to keep your heart right by yourself. Try to keep everything moving forward all by yourself. Try to defeat the enemy all by yourself. Try to conquer the devil all by yourself. You're going to get a whipping's what you're going to do. But if you say, Lord, if you just help me. Man, I, I got a burden on my heart. I hope somebody's going to help me. The Bible says, be sober. Be vigilant. Because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. And you need to get a revelation that somebody wants to kill you. It's an enemy that wants to take you out. It's an enemy that wants you to go to hell with him. And you got to be sober. Everything's not a joke. Said everything in life ain't a joke. There's a time to laugh and there's a time to play. There's a time to get serious too. And there's a time to look and say, what, what is going on right now? The Bible said, be vigilant. Be sober. I'm going to say, you better get a strategy. Satan's walking about, seeking whom he may devour. You know he's coming. You know he hates you. You know he wants your family. You need to get your strategy together before he ever gets there. You need to get some things laid out. You need to get some plan of actions together before you ever go into the trial. Before you ever see Sisera running towards you. You need to know what you're going to do when you come face to face with him. Come on. Come on, I'm going to preach a little while to this church. I don't want you to get knocked down by life. I don't want every trial to beat you down and drag you a quarter mile. Take everything away from you and you have to start all over again and again and again. Hey man, I think it's time we get a strategy. Hey, when he comes again, greater is he that is in me than 
Hallelujah. Man, if somebody's out to kill you, you can just be assured there's going to be a confrontation at some point. People may would look at JL and say, what a silly, what a silly strategy. And you're going to give him a glass of milk. Do you really think that'll work? I'm sure there was voices in her head saying, you're going under. But there was something else speaking to her. Said, I got a strategy. God is going to help me. God. God. I'm working for God. Come on. Let me tell you God wants your children to turn out. Prayer warriors. God is a partner with you. He wants to be in raising your children, in raising your family. You, you got somebody that wants to partner with you. You got somebody that wants to work with you. But you got to let him give you that strategy. And uh, I, just, I could just hear, I could hear the doubt in the woman that don't know how to fight. Praise God. Let me tell you, just raising a home will prepare you for a lot of stuff. I guarantee you there was many times. She was left alone to fix that tent. Praise God. So many times she got on her knees, probably grabbed that stake and that hammer. What are you doing? You don't have an important job. Well, just hold on a little while. What are you doing? Well, I'm just raising this little family. But meanwhile, I'm working on this strategy. I'm learning how to swing a hammer. I'm learning how to sharpen a tent stake. What are you getting ready for? I'm getting ready for the day I come head to head with the... The enemy of the people of God. Amen. Amen. Can I just can I just preach a while? Can I just I know it sounds so so elementary. Uh, amen. I know it seems so simple. Uh, amen. But we've got strategies. Amen. Paul would write in the book to the Philippian church, he said, Be careful for nothing. But in everything. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. This is what another version would say. Don't be anxious about anything. 
Instead, in every situation, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, tell your request to God. Hey, I got a strategy. Hey, I got a strategy. Long before the devil comes, I'm going to have a prayer meeting and I'm going to connect with my maker. Boy, I feel Jesus in this place right now. Amen. Amen. I feel the Holy Ghost wanting to help somebody. Amen. You can't wait until Cicero's running at you. I've got. Why do y'all pray all the time? Why would you go to the church every day of your life and pray? Why would y'all on Sunday morning go pray after you already been praying every day of the week? Why would you come Sunday night an hour early and pray? Why would you come on Monday night and pray another hour? Why would you pray Tuesday? Why would you pray Wednesday and Thursday and Friday and Saturday? If you understood, it's my strategy. Come on. Come on. And I want to tell you something. God laid upon my heart yesterday, brought this to my mind. I've never, I've never seen somebody that was praying be defeated. I've never seen anybody that it was their strategy to pray that ever lost a battle. I began to think about the people in my life. You got all kinds of people. Some people, when the enemy comes against them, they just give them whatever they want, appease them. Some people flake out. Some people run away. Well, just give me some time. Let me get it all worked out. You ain't going to work nothing out. The devil's going to work you out. And every time, you hear me every time, I've watched the lives of somebody that would pray. I've watched them go through the same exact trials that other people did. And the one that would pray would come out victorious. I don't know if you like losing or you like winning, but I hate losing. I said I hate losing. Hallelujah. You can ask my family. I'm not going to play Monopoly with you. I'm not going to play Uno with you. I'm not going to play Scrabble with you. Why? 
Because there's a possibility. I could lose it. When I got the Holy Ghost, I became a winner. I said I lost for the last time. I'm going to pray until I win. You better find another tent. Devil, you better find another tent to go to if you think you're going to win. Because I'm going to pray until I tear your kingdom down. I'm going to pray. Hallelujah. Amen. Real fast. I, I am almost done. Praise God. Ain't that something? I am almost done. Amen. Everybody say, I got a strategy. I'm going to pray. And then I'm going to win. Now hang on. Hang on one second. Because when I pray, it may change the situation. And I win. Or sometimes what happens is I pray and God changes me and I win. But either way, I said either way, Amen. Is is anybody in this house need a victory tonight? If you need a victory tonight, raise your hand. If you don't need a victory, you're dismissed in Jesus' name. If you need a victory, lift your hands to the Lord. Come on. Come on. Some people trust in chariots. Some people trust in horses. But I'm going to remember the name of the Lord, my God. Come on. Is somebody begin to call on the name of Jesus right now? You're about to put a nail into the coffin of the trial you've been in. Somebody's going to drive a stake through the trial. Come on, it's going to break.
like. Who art thou, great mountain? Who art thou? Come on, let it break.